I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright. This week, our topic is joy. And today's Setup Sunday, I am discussing the joy purpose. This will be the eighth week and the eighth purpose as we discuss the joy purpose this week. And we continue our series on the overview of the 10 archetypes of purpose. Joy is defined as a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Yet, as we will explore throughout this week, joy is much more than a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Joy is a high energy state. It's the 540 purple zone energy. Joy is a state where you are limitless. It's a life-defining reservoir waiting to be tapped into. Joy, true joy, the 540 joy energy is a higher energy, is a higher energy than the state of 500 love energy. In 500 love, we find freedom. That freedom we find in 500 love It's letting go of attachment and expectation. This actually raises you to 540 joy. 540 joy is where you find fulfillment. This is where you find integrity of behavior in the present. And as we will discuss this week, happiness is the search that every human being on the planet is seeking. They're seeking to be happy, whether consciously or unconsciously. People are consistently and constantly on the lookout for something, anything, anyone that will make them feel happy. They buy this or that, looking to feel happy. They try the latest hack to find happiness. They join this group or that group in order to find and belong to something to make them happy. They read this book. They follow this guru. They follow this influencer. They date this person. They hang out and become friends with another person, all searching and looking for one thing, happiness. I just want to be happy. I hear this so many times. I get so many emails with this statement. I just want to be happy. And you must understand, this need to be happy creates is created in a force energy. This is the red zone energy 125 desire. As one pursues, strives to find happiness outside themselves, the 125 desire energy makes them feel frustrated, obsessed, even demanding. And because the pursuit of happiness can never make you happy, you will never find happiness outside yourself, true happiness or true joy. What happens is you then move into 150 anger and you get angry, jealous, even resentful. The truth is, if you set a goal to be happy, if you make happiness an achievement-oriented process, you will be in a constant state of wanting to be happy. This will leave you feeling in a a reality that makes you feel frustrated and disappointed. Now, there is a difference between joy and happiness. 
And this is an important difference that I will discuss throughout the week, but I think it's important to understand. Happiness is an idea. It's a program held in the head cage mind. This happiness program was set when you were young. You were told, you get this, you'll be happy. You find that, you'll be happy. Or maybe you had an experience and you felt happy and you have an attachment to that experience. That's the happiness program. And it sets outside conditions in an expectation of what must happen for you to be happy. And the happiness program set in the head is held in that attachment. If you should get what you want to make you happy, we've all been like that. Even as a child and an adult, you want that new car and you get that car and you drive that car around and you are so excited. You're so happy. You can't wait to go out in the morning to see that car shining in the driveway. And after a few months of driving that car, it's just a car. See, this emotion, this feeling of happiness can only remain if the thing, the situation, the person meets the ego's requirements. When we get the new thing, it wears off. We look for the next thing to make us happy. We get in a new relationship and we're excited and happy. When it wears off, we look for the next relationship to make us excited and happy. That's the happiness program. While happiness and this happiness program lives in the mind, in the head, joy lives in the heart. This is the creation mind. Joy creates a state. This is a state of fulfillment. You feel fulfilled, centered, unlimited. It's not emotional. It's a state of being. And this state of joy has nothing to do, and this is very important to understand, has nothing to do with what's happening in the outside world. The state of joy is fulfillment. And when you're in joy, you're in joy. It doesn't matter what's happening. I always say nobody outside yourself can make you feel anything. They can activate you. They can activate a conflict. But for you to stay in a conflict, the conflict has to be distorted. And the ego has to take the conflict and turn it into a problem and a story. If you are in conflict resolution and you're responding to the conflict, you don't have a conflict anymore. The conflict is now in working. So you have to understand the state of joy has nothing to do with what's happening in the outside world. Joy is in the heart. Happiness is in the head. Joy is of the soul. Happiness is of the ego. Joy transcends. Happiness reacts. Joy embraces peace. Happiness connects to want. Joy is inner. Happiness is outer. And regardless of one's childhood programming, regardless of their history, their culture, their faith, joy is present inside everyone. If you watch a small child in stage one of development from birth to age seven, they live in joy. Watch them. It doesn't matter what they're doing. They're in joy. They may get upset. They may throw a fit. Five minutes later, they're back in joy. That's the state that is present in every single person on the planet. It doesn't matter what life is doing in the objective reality. Joy can always be found. And this takes place in alignment to what is versus to what you want things to be. 
And we'll get deeper into that this week as we discuss you know, as we discuss joy as a topic. We'll dive into that. But for today, let's discuss the joy purpose. The joy's purpose aim is to expand fulfillment. And it's it's powerful. So the joy purpose aim is to ex- expand fulfillment. The pendulum swing is a state of detachment in low red zone. And our motivated behavior is to create radiance. So the joy purpose aim is to expand fulfillment. This expansion of fulfillment brings in the state of happiness, which is the state of joy. Fulfillment is found in the moment. It is the achievement found in the integrity of behavior in doing what needs to be done. The state of fulfillment brings joy in the doing versus seeking happiness in the completion. The joy purpose aim is to expand fulfillment. Their motivated behavior is to create radiance. Now, radiance is a great energy, people. It's a high purple zone energy. Joy 540 creates great happiness. And it's oneness in this timeless in the now This motivated behavior to create radiance is to shine a bright light in others and everything they do. The joy purpose seeks to help others shine, heal, and grow. That's what a joy purpose does. That's radiance. They want to help others shine. They want to heal them. They want to help them grow. They want to see them connect to their true self. Now, individuals with a joy purpose are very caring and compassionate souls. They're always looking to bring joy and fulfillment to those around them. However, the joy purpose pendulum swing into the red zone and detachment to become detached is a low red zone swing. This swing is deep into the valley red zone, and this can lead them to becoming completely detached. If they remain in this detached state, stuck in that low red zone, because their pendulum swing is so low, they can become completely detached from who they are, their true self. And when this happens, the ego creates the apathy state. The 50 apathy energy is where they will feel hopeless. It's a low energy. It's a can't energy. The can't word is the ego's mantra, can't. And when they swing into this 50 apathy energy, they will, when when the ego does with it, it creates the apathy state by moving them from the 50 apathy energy and they swing all the way up to 175 pride, the highest red zone energy, and they go into pride where they become righteous, justifying why it's not their fault for what's happening in their life. It's not their fault. No matter what they do, they will not accept responsibility in that. It's not their fault for what's happening. And what happens is the ego then swings it all the way back to apathy. So it goes apathy state, life they can't get through life, they feel hopeless. Then they get upset and they move up into that 175 pride where they feel righteous. And that righteousness, they will will rebel, defend and attack. Why it's not their fault and then the ego and apathy state swims them back down into the low red zone, and here they fall into 30 guilt, 
they feel guilty, they feel regret, and they can even fall into the below 30 energy of shame. This apathy state, this high swinging back and forth state, this can lead to addiction, to drugs, to alcohol, to anything. They're looking to escape. So addiction becomes very strong, even addiction to people and groups, and it can even lead to suicide. So it's not, these, these swings are very low and the joy purpose is very different from the inspire purpose because the inspire purpose is to evoke recognition. That's her motivated behavior, right? So that motivated behavior is going to sometimes, it, it, they can swing also in the low, low swing, but their motivated behavior, what happens with the inspire purpose is they can get a spark and get out. The difference is the joy purpose is motivated behaviors to create radiance, which is light. And when stuck in the low red zone, it's dark. That is the shadow of the red zone, the shadow of the valley. And there's no light. The inspired purpose can get a spark and get out of the low state. But the joy purpose, unless the individual with the joy purpose has created a routine of self-care, they can easily get trapped in the apathy state. They can easily get trapped in that swinging back and forth, and they can easily get trapped into creating a very strong victim identity. Now, the joy purpose must be mindful of their pendulum swing into detachment due to their caring nature. This is very important because their, their inner being, whether they know it or not, they were born to be caring. They were born to create this, this radiance. They were born to help others. They were born to expand that fulfillment. So the joy purpose must be mindful of that pendulum swing because when they become detached due to their caring nature, they may prioritize others' fulfillment over their own. And this puts them in the want of approval, this need to be seen. They sell themselves out and they will say yes to everybody, doing everything for everyone else and nothing for themselves. And this strong want to belong, to be part of something, part of groups, even if the groups are not good for them, they'll want to be part of this because they have this strong want to belong because they're detached from who they are. They're seeking to create that connection again by being in these groups or being with these people that may be lower energy that are not helping them get reconnected to who they are. And this leads to that sense of detachment for their own desires and needs. The joy purpose stops taking care of themselves and worries about everyone else. And that really can drive them to be. That's when they really get into that apathy state. Now, the career choices for those with the joy purpose can be any type of work that allows them to nurture and support others. They're drawn to professions such as counseling and teaching. They make the best teachers, social workers, nurses, childcare. They're great coaches. They even become fantastic lawyers, doctors, psychologists. They're there if they're working in a way that they can nurture and support others to help others find fulfillment, which is really happiness, people. Well, the joy purpose is, is there. They can even, even in sales, they can be great salespeople. They're great connectors of people. They really do care about people. 
the challenge they have is if they're detached, they don't care about themselves. And this changes their entire reality and their behavior. But when they are connected, they're drawn to professions that help them nurture and support others. Now, the enjoy, the joy purpose enjoys experiences and, and hobbies that are centered around activities that light up their spirit and makes them feel alive. They love travel. They love outdoor activities, sports. They love to be in connections and groups. Uh, they love to be with like-minded people. They like to be in groups where they can just talk and connect. Now, the joy purpose, the individual with the joy purpose that is climbing their mountain, and they have set up and really, really set up their their growth and their and their life. Right? They love to read. And they love to learn and discover deeper truths. You know an enjoyed purpose is connected because they want to learn the deeper truths of life. Remember, the joy purpose is one of the highest energies that a purpose, that individual can carry, that 540 energy. So in summary, the joy purpose is a beacon of light, spreading fulfillment and radiance wherever they go. They're caring. And nurturing nature makes them exceptional caregivers and mentors. They're driven by their desire to expand joy and happiness. They bring a sense of fulfillment to their careers, hobbies, and experiences. They leave a lasting impact on the lives they touch. However, they must also remember to nurture their own happiness. They have to avoid being taken advantage of in their selfless endeavors they must develop self-care. The joy purpose where I've, I've said it's important for all purposes to understand the five things they can control. I think for the joy purpose, it might be the most important that they understand those five things that a human being can control. One is set the day, two is close the day. The joy purpose has to set their day in intention, and they have to close their day in conflict resolution. They have to keep their diet and their exercise under control because the body supports the mind. If they have a poor diet and they're not taking care of themselves, if they're in, if their body is not well, they'll get stuck in a red zone. And again, like I said, the red zone is low. So if they get stuck in that red zone, they can move, the ego can move them into the apathy state. And this is what can lead to addiction. And they must they must develop the skill of conflict resolution because as the human being can never stop conflict or stress, they have to learn to create that awareness in order to see it because they, they're excellent at solving conflicts. They're excellent at conflict resolution. They are amazing. Why? Because they bring fulfillment or motivated behaviors to bring light to situations, which means what's light to a conflict? resolution. But again, if they're stuck in that in that red zone and they are not taking care of themselves and develop that self-care, this is one purpose that can get really trapped in addiction, get really trapped in that that self-loathing uh victim identity only because when they're stuck in the red zone it's very difficult for them to get out. So that's a little bit on the joy purpose. Let's talk about some historical and contemporary figures who resonate with the attributes of the joy purpose. The first one I have is Mavis Braga Elias. 
Mavis Brega Elias, through her M Love Foundation, exemplifies the joy purpose by bringing love and joy and support to children in need. Her work demonstrates the profound impact that a compassionate, joyful heart can have on the lives of vulnerable children, giving them hope for a brighter future. Uh, Elias's foundation is called M Love Foundation. E.M. Love Foundation. Look it up. It's amazing foundation. Then the second one I have is Anne Sullivan. She was the teacher of Helen Keller. Anne Sullivan's life story is a testament of the transformative power of the joy purpose in education. Her patience, compassion, and unwavering commitment to Helen Keller's education brought immeasurable joy, not only to Helen, but also to everyone who witnessed the remarkable journey of overcoming challenges and discovering the beauty of life. So if you have heard of Helen Keller, look up Ann Sullivan. That was the one that was, that was her teacher. Then there's Booker T. Washington. Booker T. Washington's life was dedicated to the pursuit of joy through education and empowerment. You can see how the joy purpose, which we talked earlier, they make the best teachers. They're great teachers. They they just are bored to teach. Why? Because they're they're gonna they're they're going to bring the the people that fulfillment and through creating radiance and light. And so Booker T. Washington, his work in establishing educational institutions and advocating for the upliftment of the African-Americans is a shining example of how one person's joy and service can transform an entire community. Then I have C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis is known for his imaginative and joyful storytelling. Use the power of words to bring joy and inspiration to countless readers. His works, including the Chronicles of Narnia, continue to be a source of delight and wonder for people of all ages. So a lot of the joy purposes are, are also very creative. That's why they, they might seem like an inspired purpose, but there'll be a difference there. They, they will stay with one thing, like writing. Maybe they're writers like C.S. Lewis as a teacher, but they really are amazing teachers. Now I got one that's different. James Naismith, the founder of basketball. James Naismith's invention of basketball reflects the joy, purpose, and action. He created a sport that brings people of all backgrounds together to enjoy the thrill of competition and, and to, to togetherness. His legacy lives on through the joy of the game. See, there's a different way that the joy purpose can do it. And then there's the last one I have is somebody I actually featured on, on a podcast in the past, Matthew Ricard. He is considered the happiest person on, in the world. He's a Buddhist monk. And what's interesting with Ricard, a Buddhist monk and author, embodies a joy purpose through his teachings on happiness and mindfulness. He has been tested. They brought him in and did scientific tests on him, showing that he's the happiest person in the world. And his wisdom and commitment to helping others find inner joy and peace have touched the lives of many, offering a path of lasting fulfillment. So those are some individuals that embody the joy purpose. So this week, our topic is joy. And on Monday with the Super Millennial, David will talk on the millennial and joy Health Huddles this week, we're going to talk on finding joy and health. On Egomaniac Wednesday, Patrick Garner will bring his episode in on joy. On Connection Thursday, 
We're going to talk on the power of acceptance. And then Friday, we'll continue our book study, Living on Tether with Michael Singer. And we'll close the week on Saturday, discussing joy with Coach Peggy. So I hope you enjoy this week because I think it's going to be a powerful week. And the joy purpose is one of my favorite purposes. My daughter, Chelsea, which you've heard me talk about, is a joy purpose. And Chelsea has gone through everything that a joy purpose can go through. But I will tell you, her teaching career is is taking it's it's on a rocket ride right now and what and she embodies every single aspect of the joy purpose and she also has shifted to a stage four development so her self-care is now a skill and she takes care of herself and it changes everything in her life when a joy purpose shifts and they really get all five life categories and they self-author all five life categories they're dynamic They're just amazing what they can do. And right now, what Chelsea's doing in education, it's kind of unprecedented. And the things she's going to do in the future, it's going to make a big difference in our educational system. And I make that statement. It sounds very bold. And that's where I'm going to leave it because it is very bold. And her goals are very bold. And she's hitting them all. And she embodies that joy purpose. That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in the planet. You can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. The links are right below the show notes. As always, until next time, stay inspired.